Good afternoon, everyone. Um, my name's Rosie. I'm an assistant professor at the Norwegian University of Science and Technology. Um, and I'm really delighted to be here today. It's really great to talk to you. Um, in 2017, Hari Kondabolu released the documentary, The Problem with Apu. Addressing the representation of the Simpsons character, Apu, the Indian immigrant who owns the Quickie Mart. Which, which click is that? Thank you. Got it. Um, for Kondabolu, Apu represents a caricature of a South Asian American immigrant, and his voicing by a white actor for the purposes of entertainment can be compared to blackface minstrelsy in the 20th century. We've all heard someone put on a, an accent before. In Bermuda, it's typically through the stock phrase, down the road which can be used to demonstrate key pronunciation features of the Bermudian English dialect. But isn't this common type of dialect play um, innocent, um, relatively harmless, perhaps? Perhaps predictably, the answer, according to sociolinguists like myself, is that it really depends. In the case of The Simpsons, Hank Azaria's voicing of Apu is problematic because as so often with dialect parody, the mock accent isn't really about the phonetics of Indian English speech, not that there's anything wrong with any of these dialects, um, but what it's really about is the stereotypes that these arbitrary features of pronunciation have come to represent in a society in which South Asian Americans are racialized as other. In other words, when, appro when approaching any type of dialect parody, we need to take into account the social context as well as the balance of power between imitator and imitated in order to understand the social meaning of what's going on. Sorry. Um, more often than not, mock language is used as a relatively safe, covert way to express racist, sexist, or classist prejudices under the guise of humor when it's used by privileged groups. And we've seen this very recently, for example, in uh, Donald Trump's discussion of bad hombres. Jane Hill, for example, has described mock Spanish in the United States as part of the everyday language of white racism. Seen recently in, in Donald Trump's comments, and it's very easy for parodists to get away with this type of dialect parody um, because uh, it, it, it's very common for them uh, if people object, that they're simply accused of lacking a sense of humor. Today, I'm going to discuss a type of language mocking that's common in Bermuda among white men. In my PhD research, I've shown through qualitative and quantitative analyses that this specific type of dialect mocking upholds power imbalances in Bermudian society and reinforces harmful stereotypes about black Bermudians. And I should say here before I start, um, talking to you about my data, that I'm using these labels, black and white, not uncritically, but in line with the goal of understanding mock language as it's used um, to construct these racialized categories in Bermuda. <coughs> Doing a Bermudian accent is a favorite party piece among white Bermudians and so-called expats, which is the term that's usually used for white immigrants in Bermuda. 
And as a white Bermudian myself, born to non-Bermudian parents, I grew up surrounded by this type of dialect parody, this type of language mocking. And it's also been known um, to have been done on stage. The Not the Amum show was the Not the Amum show was a live comedy stage show popular with white audiences in the 1980s, comprising a troupe of five wealthy, white, uh, successful businessmen acting out comedy skits in strong Bermudian accents. That, and these are accents that they do not themselves have or use in their everyday life. In the skits, characters with strong accents are all unhelpful customer service assistants, homeless, um, or unsuccessful job seekers with undesirable qualities like swearing, low intellect, or alcoholism. One scene set in a courtroom involves a criminal on trial having to be translated into standard English so that the judge can understand. I argue that these are not just performances of Bermudian English or Bermudianness generally, but specifically of black Bermudian English. And they have been interpreted by many members of the black community as such in Bermuda, as you can see from these quotations here. Clearly then, the Not the Amum performances link black Bermudian accents to negative personal qualities, and they propagate harmful stereotypes. They're part of the common phenomenon of white people assigning homogenizing attributes to disempowered groups and then appropriating these linguistically for social gain, in this case, humor, or supposed humor. <laughs> During sociolinguistic fieldwork in 2016, I also found that white speakers engage in the same type of mock language that's happening on stage in recorded interviews with me, perhaps assuming that as a white Bermudian, I would also be an enjoyer of this type of dialect parody. Though perhaps these performances should come with a health warning, um, I'll now give you some examples. I was going to play audio, but um, if you'd like to listen to them, you're very welcome to contact me. I'll just give you the transcripts on the screen. So in the first example here, you've got someone um, putting on a very strong Bermudian accent and pretending to be somebody um, drunk in a job interview. And then in the second example there, you've got someone um, being very, very strongly ridiculed, basically, um, in a made-up story. Now, it's clear from these examples, of course, that the speakers are constructing ridic ridiculous caricatures of Bermudianness in their performances. Now, it's also evident from the discourse surrounding these caricatures, so the, the performers commenting on their own linguistic performances, um, that these caricatures are being constructed as black in the performances. Sometimes it's clear from the content, um, which uh, often mocks black majority political stances, such as pro-independence. Um, and sometimes the speakers actively say that they are performing uh, blackness, as in these examples here. Now, despite these kinds of direct statements that they are voicing black Bermudians, when challenged or asked about the meaning of their performances in interviews, these speakers describe them quite defensively as an act of self-parody. So here I'm saying, 
but you guys are in a way making fun on stage, aren't you making fun? And they say, absolutely, I'm going to make fun of my own people. I'm making fun of Bermudians. Um, I'm not, they're claiming not to be doing anything racialized or racializing whatsoever. This exchange summarizes a strong belief among the performers that they are entitled to perform in the way that they do. Here, the speakers position themselves as Bermudians making fun of Bermudians, um, appealing to the mainstream ideology that mock language is not offensive if, if it's performed by an in-group member. They also appeal to the political ideology of oneness common among white Bermudians that's often used to shut down conversations about race. This is part of the ideology of colorblind racism in Bermuda. The white speakers position what's very obviously performance of the other as performance of the self. Though I don't have time to go into it today, this is also confirmed by the quantitative acoustic analysis of the recordings that I've done. So they're claiming to perform features, linguistic features, pronunciation features that they have in their own speech. The quantitative evidence shows that they do not have these speech, these speech features in their own language. Um, so basically I've shown qualitatively and quantitatively that these speakers are parodying features in their performance that they do not have as part of their normal repertoire. In other words, this is linguistic minstrelsy um, disguised as linguistic self-mockery. And ultimately, it's a practice that racializes speakers and reinforces racist stereotypes rather than deconstructing them heroically, as the speakers claim. The approach used in this study allows an insight into the ways in which speakers selectively construct and deconstruct categories of race and Bermudianness, authenticity. The analysis reveals inconsistencies between what the performers do with their speech and what they say they're doing with their speech, and therefore provides useful, um, a useful tool in scrutinizing claims of self-parody as well as sh shedding light on racializing and racist linguistic practices. Thanks very much. Thank